Guten Morgen. <laughs> Guten Morgen, Mark. Guten Morgen, Johnny. How goes it? It goes. It definitely goes. How are you, sir? Uh, I'd be doing a hell of a lot better if uh, I didn't have some like random-ass kid come up and kick me in the testicles the other day. Oh, no. What? Yeah, yeah. He uh, he just he screamed like some weirdly bizarre German phrase to me, and then just like hauled off and nailed me in the balls like as hard as he could. Um, I have been basically like nursing at least one. The other one has not resurfaced yet, uh, but nursing one with like ice cream and frozen peas and all this other stuff, and just like sitting on my lazy boy in my flat. It's not been a good day. Shit, dude. I'm. I'm... I'm sorry to hear that, buddy, but, man, if nothing else, if nothing else, and I can tell you this, and I can tell the listeners this, that kid kicking you in the nuts was some long division. Oh, boo. Yeah, he screamed, <laughs> ich kenne dich nicht, and, and I'm like, what, what does ich kenne dich nicht mean? And he just kept, kept screaming it, kept screaming it, and then just hauled off and, like, nailed me in the balls. It was no fun. Well, what does it mean? No fun. It means, I don't know you. <laughs> Welcome to Dangle Podcast, everybody. That is the one and only time you're ever going to hear me say that I like that phrase. I'm telling you all right now, listeners. That's it. That's the one joke you get. The rest of this episode is going to be, be me bitching about it, so it's cool. Hey, Mark, we're, a, we're, we're doing Dangle Podcast here. Tell the good folks what we are, what we do. Also, also yeah, and I did this for you. Welcome in to Dangle Podcast. Ich bin eine Podcast. Whatever. I don't care anymore. Uh, it's a weekly King of the Hill podcast. I was trying to translate it mentally, and I just can't do it. I don't know it's how okay. to say weekly. I don't know the word for weekly in German. And I was cool, because I'm sure podcast is podcast. But mm-hmm. whatever. Mein Deutsch ist schlecht. Anyway. Um, yeah, this is the weekly King of the Hill podcast, where I, Mark, and my good buddy. Johnny. We take two episodes of the beloved adult animation classic, King of the Hill, and we talk about the good parts and the bad parts and the high parts and the low parts. We see if we still like it now in 2022, or if maybe we are viewing it through rose-tinted lenses, like I am currently falling off of a wagon very hard. And then we slap it with our patented rating system, and Johnny, let's let's just jump on into it. How do you I say jump on into it in German? Um, well, willkommen zu Vogliken... Verdammten, verdammten Alten Podcast is welcome to the weekly Dangle Podcast. Um, okay. Okay, uh, Springenheinen is jump on into it, Johnny. I say we just <laughs> Springenheinen. And also, Lass point of order, listeners. At is gut. Listeners, Johnny lives in Germany now. He moved. He's not in America anymore. So we're trying to get by. Bi- Whoa, dude, 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 dude. What if? Yeah. What if Dangle Podcast becomes a weekly King of the Hill podcast where I, Mark, and you, Johnny, learn German and talk about two episodes of King of the Hill? Considering how uh, you and I are mostly German when we're watching and or recording this with how much beer we fucking drink, I think it's a great idea. Hey, fuck you. That's racist. Irish are more drunk. I don't know. Maybe. Is Irish a race? Yes. Any fucking dissemination of people from a fucking isolated area is its own race. Yes, it's the problem we had with West East Side Story, where you can't be racist to whites, but you know what? Like, the Irish were the last people, were the last white folks to get to be called white. It's terrible. Anyway. 
Moving on. Let's talk about this week's episode, Johnny. Lest I kick myself in the nuts, Irish style. Let's do it. Uh, This is episode 105, Bobby Goes Nuts. Uh, We have an original air date of November 11th, 2001. This is the beginning of the sixth season of King of the Hill. And Mark, we missed a very important day, lest we ever forget. My mom's birthday on November the 10th. Yes. Yes. But also... (laughs) But also, Johnny, what do you got? Uh, I mean... Do we really need to say it? You've been kind of teasing it for the last half of a fucking season. (laughs) Guys, this is our first post-9-11 episode. (laughs) Maybe I need to stop. Maybe you and I need to stop this right now. And I need to go back and watch this shit from a post-9-11 mindset. If I did not realize that this was our first... Okay, number one... Okay, so Fox scheduling. This one should have... Okay, hang on a sec. <laughs> 9-11 happened on a week... Okay, no, I'm having a minute here. 9-11 happened on a weekday because I had to go to it's school. It's like a Tuesday. Yeah. I think, it, I think it was a Tuesday. So figure that, like, this episode was probably supposed to air the Sunday after 9-11. Like, before 9-11 happened, this episode was probably supposed to air that day. Yeah, and you imagine everything got pushed back for two months. Yeah, yeah. And when was our last air date? It was like May 5th uh, or something? May, I believe. Yeah. May. So, okay. So you have the May as like the season break because that would have been the logical season break. Yeah. Most shows come back in like yeah. September. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you do. You break for summer. You have Major League Baseball through all of summer. That eats all your airtime. Yep. And, and then, then you get the September, World Series in October. Yeah. But like by then, like it's kind of petered out because there's not like 500 games playing at a time. Like, so, like, early September is new season of stuff. Holy shit, Johnny. This is a 9-11 episode that we didn't get on 9-11. Yes, it is. And thank Christ we didn't, because, boy, did America emulate Bobby by just kicking people in the nuts for the rest of our God, lives. God, we needed that levity, though. Can you imagine how much better off we'd have been if we'd have seen this instead of, like, Osama bin Laden's face for two months? No. No, no, no. Because we would have seen this. Okay, so, like... If 9-11 hadn't happened, yes, we would be much better off. But, like, if 9-11 had happened, and then we watched this on whatever that would be, like, 9-18, um, we would have, like, it would have been so many memes of Bobby Hill kicking Osama Bin Laden in the balls going, that's my World Trade Center, I don't know you! Like, oh, God. I'm glad yeah. we missed that fucking episode. I'm glad we had that, like, we didn't go down that darkest timeline. Anyway, <laughs> enough about that. On to the episode. I apologize. No, you're Guys, good. It happened. Um, what's we our next tragedy then? If we I, have this sh- one, what's our next tragedy? King of the um, Hill ended in 2009. Uh, Listeners, uh, we'll get uh, back to you next week with a new tragedy. I, as I say, I'm the sure next tragedy is not till it's not till 2016. Man, we're good. I was gonna say Hurricane Sandy. Oh, I was gonna say Trump, but <laughs> well, yeah, but King of the Hill's already ended. Exactly. Um, <laughs> a young Mark Jones and a young Johnny Schneider cut their inaugural episode of Dangle Podcast. Oh, man. Uh, so, written Norm Hiscock, we have our cast of characters, Hank Peggy, Bobby Hill, Luann Platter. Uh, Mark, do you remember Luann in this episode? Because I do not. I don't think I do. I don't. Um, is that Dale, the wiki being shitty again, though? I, I think it is. They put they shoehorn Luann in a lot of stuff when she's not there. Um, Dale, Nancy, and Joseph Gribble, Boomhauer, Bill Dotrieve, Khan, and Connie Supanusapone. 
uh, Monsignor Martinez, Chain Wasanasan, Clark Peters, Principal Carl Moss, Susan Clemens, and Amanda. Yes, Amanda. Yes. Um, that that the the ever popular the and oh so she's awesome Amanda. Tall. Yeah. Yeah, she's super yeah. tall. Yeah, she yeah, she's the one that, that Joseph's getting all weird about. Um synopsis. Bobby attends a self-defense class after encountering a bully at school and uses his new skills on everyone he can. Guys, this is the Bobby kicks everybody in the testicles episode. I have one that's, addendum. That's that's it. That's the whole fucking episode. Addend me. I've got one addendum slash edit. He does not encounter the bully at school. He encounters the bully outside of Connie's slumber party. I mean, he encounters him in both places, but... Well, yes, yes. but the initial... Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, I I worded that poorly. Thank you. I'm split. I'm splitting hairs here. I'm horned up. No, you're good. I'm sorry. You're good. Uh, A story characters: Bobby, Connie, Hank. There's no real B story. The whole fucking episode is Bobby kicking people in the nuts. It's at the risk of of the entire A story is that's it. That's that's literally it. it. At the risk of making bad puns, this entire episode is low hanging fruit. Yes. Yeah. No, it, it's so um, many problems. Mark, yeah. let's 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 get into notes. I want to. I just want to get this over with here. Let's just do this. this. We're shock- me. Listeners, we're gonna shotgun this one. Here we go. We're hey, we're gonna shock and awe this one. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> uh, note number one. Fuck, it's this one. Note number two. Is this our first Nine Rivers Country Club reference? I think it is. I, think I, it is I noticed that. I didn't write it down, but I think it is. Uh, you already called it in the cast list. Uh, we see Monsignor Martinez again. I don't really remember the last time that we saw him, but I want to say it was him strangling the Pope with a rope because I made a fun, like, mnemonic device for it. But, right. yeah, now he's getting executed, and instead he kills what I assume is Gaddafi and two Street Fighter <laughs> villains and the dude with an eye patch that flips up when he gets electrocuted, revealing he has two fine eyes. So there's that. Um, I prefer Hank's method of this to Peggy's. I like, again, we've talked before, you need to suffer into being, and being bullied while being traumatic is part of understanding what it means to be a human. Okay. Um, I don't mind that the instructor is just Nancy. It's fine. Like, last week we were talking about how we haven't seen a lot of recycled voices. That's just Nancy. And it's fine. It's like, it's just different enough that I can get behind it. Um, Do you ever realize how much shit Connie puts up with by dating Bobby? It's so much. It is so so much. much. The fact that they are still together. so much. The fact that they're still together, and I, maybe it's because Bobby has his really sweet moments, like showing up in the it, like after having walked away from his rascal and having a foot full of gout, and still showing up to take her to the dance, and and the whole episode of "Won't You Be My Neighbor" and wanting to get to know her culture, like he does work for it for a long, for a long time. But yeah, God, he he gets himself into some. It's not giants. one-sided. Like to be sure, it's not one-sided at all. But, oh, god damn, man. I just, like, just this one. And she has a line of, did you kick another person in the groin? And it's like, she's over it. I kind of feel, but, like, last yeah. week, too, just last week, um, prom isn't the most important thing ever, especially in middle school, but it was mm-hmm. to Connie. And Bobby kind of shit on that. And it's just tough. And, like, you know that, like, 
uh, Khan is always giving her shit for it. And that Bobby yeah. Hale is chicken fried anchor. Like, all the time. Chicken and fried anchor. Connie puts Thank up you. with a ton of shit. Yeah, anytime, buddy. It's what I'm here for. Also, I just have a question. Johnny, do you have a best hit in the balls story that you want to share with the listeners? Um, we used to play the double clap game at school. Are you familiar with the double clap game, Mark? You mean the double clap game we played in the shop at Adam State University where you and I um, both attended? Why, yes, Johnny. Yes, yeah. I am. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have a really good, like, ball story. I really, I mean, we played the double clap game where you and any of your male friends, if you're in and around each other at any given point, if somebody claps twice, that's that's the fair warning of, I've, I've now clapped twice, I've now warned you, I can now hit you in the balls without, re- like, without repercussion, basically. You can't get mad at me because I gave you warning. And I used to do it yep. to my little brother all the time. All the time. And my mom got really mad at us for it because he would do it back to me. <laughs> and basically it just turned into, oh, you have a plate full of food. I'm going to clap right next to you just to see if you throw the plate full of food. <laughs> you know, that sort of shit. You fucking tyrant. Hey, he did it back to me as well. So it's not like he is innocent in this entire thing. However, uh, no, I don't really have a good, like, kick in the ball story. Um, I I love watching people hurt themselves in the testicles. Part of the newest Jackass movie that was my absolute favorite was the they brought back the cup test, and it's just Aaron McGahey getting nailed in the balls by about everything imaginable. <laughs> At one point, it's, uh, it's a pogo stick. Oh, and no. It's, yeah, it's real gnarly. Mark, if you haven't watched the new Jackass, please go watch the new Jackass. It's worth your time. I promise you by the time this episode drops, I will have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, how about you, man? Do you have any uh, testicle stories you need to share? Um, Number one, yeah, Nut Tuesday. With an addendum to yours, though, <laughs> we played different rules. You couldn't be carrying something. <laughs> because well, that's because no we fun. played it... We played it in the scene shop a lot. And, okay. like, there's power power tools or, like, <laughs> fair, a lot of team fair. lifts going on. So that's a good way to, like, hurt somebody's spine. Um, no, so a couple of years ago, like, during the summer, we get these big bins of watermelon. And it used to be we throw them in the compactor or in the, in the baler and, like, whatever. But you'd have to break them down first. And so me and my boss were taking a bunch of bins back into the compactor and he, it was stuck on a nail on the pallet, and then he like ripped it out, and just hit me right in the fucking beanbag, and it <laughs> dropped me like a sack of bricks, like right I was dying. Oh, right in my fellas, and I looked up and I said, "Fred, why?" <laughs> and like, you didn't yell, "Dirty pool." I I couldn't I couldn't think of any like this thing hit me, dude. This thing <laughs> hit me like deep and hard, and it just like. <laughs> You know, like sometimes you get a nut shot and it's nothing like you can kind of walk it off or sometimes you get a nut shot and it is, it's the fucking like Kaioken times 10 Kamehameha and you're just it's fucking that delayed done. fuse. Get, and then like you're good for yeah. that half a second. And then all of a sudden it's the most excruciating thing ever. It takes your brain a delayed moment to process the trauma <laughs> yeah. that it's just experienced. Yeah. And that was this, this time. And I'm just on the floor, like crying. And he's like, kind of poking me with a stick because I think at like a base level, my boss is afraid of me, but he's just like buff. You, you okay there? You okay? But then this fucking woman saw it, this woman working in the back room and she went and told everybody that he and I had gotten into a fight oh, and then he no. had laid me out. 
So, like, not only did my boss hit me in the balls with a watermelon bin, but he also got into a fight with me and beat the fuck out of me. Nice. And people still talk about the time that Fred beat my ass in the back room. (laughs) And at this point, the legend is better than the truth, so I just embrace it. Like, yeah. Oh, sure. Do you have notes? I'm sorry, I talked for a very long time. I do. Um, yeah, it's oddly enough, you hit my biggest one here already. But uh, I, I like to see that showman slash stripper Bobby is back. Um, damn. How often do we see Bobby dance? That that kid loves to dance. It does not matter who he's dancing in front of. And like, he's he is going, his feet. He is. Like, he rips his shirt going full Stanley Kowalski, like, the second he gets into Connie's room. Um, <laughs> and it's just like, okay. Because he's been I'm, watching I'm fucking it. SNL. Like... He's just oh, yeah. doing the Chippendales bit, but it's, it's I love uh, yes. that. I do. You know what? Okay, right now I am. I got my pen. Plus one point to this episode for Bobby <laughs> SNL continuity. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. He's yes. he's just Chippendaling it, right? Um, yeah. You already hit Monsignor Martinez, and uh, I wrote down here he electrocutes Eye Patch Guy, a Sheik, uh, what looks to be government agents, and what appears to be a South American dictator. So I love that you and I both took the time to probably pause the fucking episode and point out all the guys that were getting electrocuted. That makes me happy. I didn't want to watch this episode longer than I had to, so I just sharingoned it, but yeah. Um, and then I had a question for you. Other than okay. the pilot, where I know we saw her because we that was our initial bitch about, about reused voices, is this the only yes. other role that Nancy's voice actress has ever done? Is the self-defense lady? I think so. I'm sure she's done more that you and I haven't picked up on, but so far, yeah. So that's pretty solid that they, that, man, she's doing the least amount of work in this cast. She is, because Nancy is not in every episode, and when she is in an episode, unless it's genuinely focused around her family, you get maybe one line. Yeah. Like, our next episode, I think she has two lines. Um... Yeah, okay, I think uh, so, that's yeah. that's what I got for for notes. You want me to jump into pros? We'll do it up, buddy. Um, I think it's a huge pro that Con makes all of the children sign a non disclosure agreement for a sleepover. That is a very <laughs> Con thing to do. Very on character. Yeah. Yes, I also love that he is such a hard ass. He comes in and takes their pillows away, and he's constantly just screaming at them. This is a sleepover, not a listen to music loud over. I'm like, oh god, you are terrible. In the best kind of way. God, I miss Khan, man. I think so, the writers knew it. Can I ask it. you, though, why? Can I say why I, is he is acting this way? Like, I, I don't know. Wouldn't he want to make this experience the best experience possible for these fucking white chicks so they go and tell their dad what fun they had with Connie and then he can, like, parlay that into something versus... I get the non-disclosure. Or not the non... Not, not the NDA. I mean the um the, the waiver. I like that. I think that's very con-ish. Mm-hmm. But then, like, wouldn't he be more like, no, you want to order pay-per-view? Pay-per-view away. Like... I don't know. I, to me, Khan is the kind of guy Because he kisses who... Chain's ass so bad. And I get that he kisses Chain's ass because of Ted. But, like... yes. So Okay, so he's having Connie's friends in his house, which means that he's probably vetted Connie's friends because that's what Con does. Right. So nobody's going to be there that shouldn't be there. Right, but if also... that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like, like they, do you know what I mean? Like, they should be there, like, in the context yeah. of Con? 
I don't yeah. know. I, I, my, no, my thought process behind it is he has vetted them all, yes, and he's okay with Connie being friends with them, yes. But Khan is so far up his own ass and always has been that none of them are as good. None of them are good enough for Connie. That's why he has no right. problem taking away their pillows and has no problem like just being the weird hard ass that he is. I don't think he's worried about parlaying favors from from parents. I think he's doing this as a courtesy to his kid because. She says, well, I want to have a normal childhood. And he goes, well, I guess I can't constantly be pushing her to go to Van Cliburn. I have to give her something. But at the very fucking least, like, I'm going to I'm gonna look and see, okay, these kids aren't going to cause any trouble. And they're all very much under her. The only one that isn't mm. is Chain. And he knows that. That's why he's constantly sucking up to Chain. Because that's how he's going to get into Nine Rivers. Right. So that's my thought process behind it is he's up his own asshole about him and his family. He thinks so highly of Connie and her potential that he's like, I, I don't really give a shit about the rest of these girls. They're not ever going to reach her potential. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, but, I got tangent. You no, 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 no. You're good. I God, I miss Con. And I think they know it because ever like everything he says is just gold. It's I don't been know. Damn minute, though. We, I don't remember the last, what like since or no. Wow. Uh, since won't you pee my neighbor? I think was the last time, right? Or am I? That was the last time he had. Or? Well, it's the last time he had any sort of significant screen time, and he he at least shows up in more than one scene in this. I mean, like showing up, yeah, like because he was in last week's episode, but whatever, he wasn't like. Yeah, like he shows up a couple of times in this because it's, we have the whole birthday scene, and then he shows up again when Bobby is talking to Connie, and he goes, "I hear what you did to Chain, unforgivable." Then I hear what you did to your father, very funny. Very funny. Yeah. And then my absolute yeah. favorite line in this entire episode is his at the very end. Not going to get there until favorite moments, but yes. My other pros here, I love the the look that Hank gives Peggy after she says something about women's self-defense. And he just like mm-hmm. dies a little inside. Uh, I think I have a, already have a favorite animation moment of this season. And okay. it's the entire bit where Hank is sparring with Bobby. Like Hank is very loose and he's very active, and I love that he's just constantly like, pop, 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 I'm going to get you in the face, pop, pop. I love the quick cuts that they do there, but it's, oh, it's it's really fun to watch. Like, we don't get a lot of really good action in this show, I don't think, not to that level. Yeah, it's a good, like, back and forth, like, POV shot. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and then my last pro here is Bill just going, I wish I had a kid to kick me in the nuts, and Dale just wailing on him. Just shot right to the pills. Okay. Okay. I, I That's a huge pro to me because it's it's like a, okay, you wanted this. And you can hear Bill just like dying inside, but he's also kind of grateful. <laughs> give me. I don't give like me your pros, Dale, buddy. though. I don't like super reactionary Dale. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Pros, whatever. Um, They can't catch us because the shop kids smoke. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I'm also glad to see that. Okay, so th- there's shop kids again, Johnny. Yeah. Did Hank revitalize them from Little Horrors of Shop? Like, they must have. Did, did he show up and made such an impact for that like two weeks he was teaching that? Does th- she say th- like, shop Moss kids? Was like, well, I guess I guess that yeah, th- she calls them out as shop kids. Or does she did, say like metal shop kids? Because no, metal shop is different. Shop kids. No, okay. No, no. She says shop kids. Also, okay. doesn't matter. Had sex. We can assume that both <laughs> metal shop and or wood shop is underfunded at Tom Landry Middle School. 
Yes, TLSMR, but, the, but, or, but Woodshop yeah. is going to be open to a lot more people than Metal Shop will. Johnny, doesn't matter had sex. The shop kids smoke. There's a shop program <laughs> at Tom Landry. I think Hank revitalized it. Yes. Um, we're on pros still. I don't have that many. Uh, Bill, waking Hank up. You have been kicked in the <laughs> testicles. <laughs> I like that. God help it's me. So I fucking slow. like that. It is. It is. But it's like, who? Okay. If, if, if you were the director here. Who would you have deliver that line and then tell me that it's not Bill and lie to me about it? You know what I mean? Like, it has to be Bill. Bill it could is be the Boomhauer. only one here. Huh? It could be Boomhauer. No. No, sir, it could not. No. Dangle, man, dangle, you got kicked in the beanbag, man. No, it couldn't. Like, it's not. No. Bill <laughs> it's not is as so, funny, but. It's better. It's, it's just Bill. It has to be Bill. Like, yes. Because, like, Peggy doing it is wrong. Dale doing it, Dale has to laugh. Because, like, we're establishing, like, now Dale's role is to be cruel. And Dale hates Hank, I think. I'm not... And then you already called it Dale fucking pegging Bill in the nuts. <laughs> and in some alternate universe, that. That is where Boomhauer, like, kind of, like, smacks Bill in the face. Dangle, man. Gribble gave you a shot in the balls, man. Dangle went down like a sack of rocks. Like, yep. fine. Whatever. Yep. Cons. We're pros. Have you done pros? Um, I don't know. I, I, nope, I did my pros. We're trying to shotgun uh, this one, and I feel like we're talking a lot for shotgunning. We are. Uh, this is the second episode in a row now, if you count last season's finale into this one, that Bobby is just a fucking asshole to everybody. Un, like, un, unnecessarily. He has become aggressive Bobby, and this is not the Bobby that we have known for five seasons at all uh, his whole thing he's like uh so and so is wide open right now where he's not even paying attention to connie he's just worried about or he's he's just looking for the next person he can kick that is not bobby and it really makes me mad yeah that leads me into why i pretty much i hate this episode almost Wait a more minute. than any other last episode was kidney boy yes he wasn't aggressive was he he wasn't aggressive, but he was a piece of shit to Connie the whole episode. Okay, okay, no, okay. It, never mind. Like point. he is just—he okay, has point. not been a good character in two episodes. Uh, but then, no, this okay. leads me into this is unfortunately this is the entry point for almost anybody to this show. Um, d- dollars it's to donuts this and a firefighting. We will go. Like, yeah, yeah, it is uh, dollars to donuts. If you have heard one line, one single solitary line from this entire show, it is. Bobby's penultimate here. I don't know you. That's my purse. And he kicks people in the testicles. And it is such a gross misrepresentation of what this show is that it makes me like almost ill every time I see somebody like praising it as such a good job. Um, I'm, I'm looking at you, King of the Hill Wiki, because I swear to God, this is your fucking mantra. I, every goddamn day I see something on there about this and I hate it. I I'm looking at you are King of the Hill. That's all they fucking post. Yes. It is. Yeah. Um, I have in here in large, bolded, all capital letters that this is the, and I, I will fight to the death on this, this is the single most overused line in animation history. This is worse than I'm Pickle Rick. This is worse than Homer going dough. This is worse than any of any stupid thing you're ever going to hear from Peter Griffin or or anything that comes out of... of, of I, I'm like losing my shit here for a second. No, I am rage, sorry. Rage, rage, I just, 
this is it's like I said, it's a gross misrepresentation of what this show is because what you're getting from this is Bobby Hill is somebody that likes to run around kicking people in the testicles because he's an unhinged seventh year seventh grader, not seven year old seventh grader. Um, it's like when field balls full of green dust (laughs) it's like when people say that the only thing hank does and the only thing he contributes to this show is his love of propane and propane accessories yes that is a part it's a pretty big part it's the guy's fucking career but guys hank is not one-dimensional he does more than propane. It's like when people compare Dale Gribble to our modern-day alt-right bullshit people. Um, Dale Gribble is absolutely nothing like our crazy fucking alt-right cultists that we have around here. He's got a biracial son that he very likely knows is fucking biracial and is not his and still fucking loves him. He has a great fucking relationship with his very fucking gay father. Um, Dale Gribble is not obsessed with guns to the point where he's going to go absolutely great crazy and just own a whole shitload to own a whole shitload. Like the dude goes to a gun club. He likes shooting. He likes hunting. He actually uses he's it for what the fuck it is. Yeah. He is a hobbyist. Exactly. Um, he hates the fucking government. He doesn't want anything to do with it. I lose my shit because these are entry points into this fucking universe for most people that have never seen it. And they go, Oh, that Hank Hill, everybody tells me that he would have voted for Trump. I'm not going to watch that TV show. I wouldn't want to watch a show about somebody who wants to vote for Trump. Oh, Dale Gribble, he's basically alt-right. Nope, I don't want to watch that. That's stupid. I don't I don't want anything to do with that. You are robbing yourself of so much. Bobby is an incredibly complex character. You know, uh, Mark, you and I have I I you and I have watched him pour his heart out. The, the best example I can think of is how compassionate and sweet he is in Won't You Be My Neighbor. We've also watched him experience heartbreak. We've also watched him like have to lose a, a, a pet and a friend. Like He's an incredibly complex character, and yet he gets boiled down into Very. seven words. Seven words. And that's what 90% of the fucking world that is anywhere near this show knows about him. I don't know you. That's my purse. So that is my biggest con is that this one singular fucking episode is the one that everybody fucking knows because it is not indicative of the rest of this fucking show. That's it. That's my soapbox. I'm going to get off my cons. Give me yours. I'm sorry. That was like five minutes and I'm like, I need to get a drink because I'm like foaming at the mouth here. Holy shit. Number one, take a drink. Number two, do you hear this? Johnny, can you hear this? Yes. I'm not Guys, fapping. I'm applauding. That's me applauding you. God damn, that was beautiful, sir. Thank you. I haven't ranted in a while, guys, and I promise you, this is the biggest one that I will have for the entire series. It's this right here. This moment right here. I so. called you out. I, I can't this remember This is a good, like, 20 episodes. You out. It was, like, 20 episodes no, ago. No, it's been a minute. It's... I, I know it was when we cut, like, in December, and I called you out because you kept, like, quoting how good, like, that's my purse, I don't know you is. And, sorry, I got, like, wicked belches. Mm. And you said, no, that's not it, it's it's a good quote, whatever. And now we're here, we have closure, this is beautiful. God yes. damn it, Johnny, thank you for fucking sharing, <laughs> I appreciate you. Yes, I'm raging here for you, buddy. You, I think you were our rage master last week, I'm I'm happy to be it this week. Are you Cajun, buddy? Are you Cajun I'm, right I'm, now? I'm a raging Cajun, man. I'm from Luzerana, and we're going to go down to Casa de Dotrieve. 
Jim Get both of work. them. <laughs> and I have some cones. Uh, we're we're going to meet more sinners than saints. <laughs> okay, give me your cons, buddy. I got oh, I got to decompress for a second. We're fine. Whew. We're idiots, and I love you in your rage. You're wonderful. Here's my cons, because I... Fuck do I hate this episode. Let me say it. Let me say it again. You guys, I fucking hate this episode. Okay. Cons that I found on my umpteenth viewing of aforementioned episode. Uh, Bobby's trip tease following Joseph's line of nice ones. I just, I hate <laughs> She's it. got some nice ones. Yeah. I gross. hate it. So I, uh, it's, it's all needs to be said. All that needs to be said. Um, Johnny, you know my biggest like fault with this episode? Hmm. Is how much I checked my fucking phone. Okay. When when you and I were doing this, like I pay attention. I watch the episodes, I take my notes. Yeah. If like there's something that, like pops up, I will like reference it on my phone. But this one? No. I was on Reddit. I did not care. I don't yeah. like this episode. Again, we're just okay. So I was pissing and moaning in um, uh, Hank's backstory about how how bitty it was, how we're hitting beats and bits, and goddamn it, yeah. dude, this episode is bitty. It is beady, and once again, so for the second time in in, in what three weeks? If if you're watching this as if you were on Fox when it released. Once again, we have an incident in the hill's backyard. And I forget the episode that I talked about this, but you and I were kind of bullshitting about this one. We're like, the hills are really shitty neighbors. If you like take into account the context of all the other people living around them. Right. Once again, for the, for, for the second time in two weeks, we'll just say two weeks. There is a, the mom is tackling the boy. Like the kid was living in a doghouse, and now the yeah. the dad is like dick out whipping for some like like slingshot ass boobies on a wire, <laughs> and now and now the fucking mom is wrestling the boy. But also we've seen Peggy de- or, or uh, uh, what is that a clean and press the boy? I just. I don't know, dude. I don't like it. I don't like any bit of this. It makes me feel gross. It makes me feel like we're hitting bits. I am sure that this is somebody's favorite episode, but, you know... It's a lot of people's favorites, because it's likely a lot of people's only episode. Go watch a fucking firefighting. We will go. Johnny, let's talk about ratings. No, <laughs> no wait. We, we... Do you have a favorite moment? I have a couple of them. Okay, good. You talk. You then. mentioned one. I I'm mentioned upset. one. I'm and upset. <laughs> no, it's okay. You mentioned one. I mentioned one. And there's one in here that I I swear, if it doesn't make you laugh, buddy, I I will be very surprised. Um, okay. You already nailed it with "You have been hit in the testicles." Very slow, very deliberate, and Bill is right in your face. That's the worst thing you could possibly wake up to after getting kicked in the hit after getting kicked in the fellas. Um, the far superior line in this show to that's, that's my purse. I don't know you is, is Peggy saying, uh, I think you will find I have no testicles and Khan screaming over the fence. She's bluffing. Finish her. Okay. 
Every time I hear that, it makes me laugh because Khan genuinely thinks that they've got like eight toes and are weird, like, like Bayou frog people. Do you I think really that, genuinely or is he think just that? egging him on? Like, I think. Well, I we've think seen part a lot of it's of that too. But out of Khan through the series, like he's becoming a better human. He is, Whatever. but at the same time, this is the no, same. No, I'm sorry. Keep going. I'm sorry. Keep going. I'm. I <laughs> no. fucking hate this episode. This episode kicks me <laughs> the fucking dick. I was going to say, this is the same con that screamed back over the fence, hey, look, hillbillies are marrying in the backyard. You owe me five bucks. Like, again, part of it is definitely... Again, a bit in the fucking Hill's backyard. And yeah. listeners, I loved the wedding of Bobby Hill. Go back and listen to it. Like, it would have been a blue flame, but it needed more context. But God damn it, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, but no, Mark, here, I've got one more favorite moment for you, and it's a question. Okay. What are you gonna do, Mark? Kick me in the dads? Fuck you, Johnny. Fuck you. I, had the no- I told you. No. Okay. I told you okay. you were gonna laugh. I told you. No. 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 I in my fucking notes, I had Johnny X Clark Peters question mark, and you fucking checked it. Because yes. I knew you were gonna fucking do it, you dirty boy. And fu- you know what? Just. Give it to me one more time. Let me let me bask in the glory. Come on. Give it what to are me. you gonna do? Kick me in the lads. <laughs> God damn it! I love Clark Peters, guys. I, I do just too. I I Dooley is your spirit Clark animal. <laughs> Dooley is your spirit animal. Clark Peters is mine. <laughs> I man, uh, I remember the days of your playing. You laugh, you lose, and you would hit me with some good fucking Clark Peters. And even now, fucking ten years later, you hit me with some it still happens. and it makes me giggle. Mm. It happens. Give me some favorite moments, it. buddy. You gotta okay. have at least one. Ah, uh, question mark, question mark, question mark. Oh no. I got nothing. I hate I hate this episode. No part of this okay. do I like. That I said that weird. I said that very Arizonan. No part of this do I like. Uh <laughs> you like I should give you favorite moments, Johnny, because I can't. Uh how about you, buddy? Uh, well, you want I should talk about the rating system here, Mark? I'm just sad. I'm just depressed. I'm just... Dude, I am lower than a bow-legged caterpillar tonight, man. Talk about <laughs> talk about a rating system, John. Well, guys, we have a patented rating system that break da- breaks down as follows. At the very bottom, we have charcoal. A charcoal episode is a garbage episode. It's not good for anything, especially not grilling. A charcoal episode is one that you're going to watch on your very first viewing and go, what the hell was that? I'm never watching that again. It may, in fact, turn you off from this, ep- from this entire series. After that, you get a little bit better with a Megalo rating. A Megalo is kind of like our bronze tier episode. There is really not a lot good there, but you'll probably watch the entire episode. You may not watch it on a rewatch, however. Megalo episodes are just kind of meh. They've got a couple of memorable moments, but not much to talk about. After that, you got your Butane. A Butane is a silver level or C rank, if you will. Um... They're the kind of episodes that you love to hate and you hate to love because butane is a bastard gas and these are bastard episodes. Uh, Butane episodes have usually got some pretty good stuff in them. They're middle of the road. You'll watch them, but you'll probably be on your phone most of the time. After that, you got your Char Kings. A Char King episode is our gold standard here. Um, A Char King episode is everything that you love about King of the Hill. It's got great wacky characters. It's got good callback and continuity. It's got really fun moments. Hell, you might even get a meme or two out of it. Uh, 
the only thing that's better than a Char King is a Blue Flame of Valor, and a Blue Flame of Valor improves upon a Char King by turning it into an episode of TV that absolutely anyone can enjoy without the necessary context you need for King of the Hill. It's an episode that you can show absolutely anybody and say, this is why I love this show, and this is why you should love it too, and it's going to get them right into it. Our favorite example of this is A Firefight and We Will Go. It's, simply put, probably the best episode of King of the Hill out there. I would argue that. And because of that, that's the one you need to be showing people first. That'll, that'll get them into it. So that's our rating system. Mark, on a scale of charcoal to blue flame of valor, what do you give Bobby Goes Nuts? I give Bobby Goes Nuts a megalo. This episode fucking sucks. It's obnoxious. It's not funny. It's not enjoyable. That's my purse. I don't know you. I hate it. I hate this episode. But I don't hate it so much that I won't watch it when it comes on the queue. Like... If I'm high as balls at fucking 6 a.m. because I'm crossfaded, hungover, whatever you want to call it, yeah, it's there. Yeah. I'll watch it, but God, I I don't like this episode, but it's got enough little bits to make it passable. It's not a total failure. Yeah. I get what they're doing. Bobby's maturing. What the hell ever. I hate it. Johnny, what do you got? Uh, it's going to surprise you just a little bit here. I gave it a butane. It's middle of the road. It's middle of the road because this is your standard self-defense episode. This is, okay, uh, the, the Wonder Years, Kevin Arnold has, has gotten to a fight with a bully, so now his dad's going to teach him how to box, and he's going to go back, and he's going to triumph. It's going to be fucking fantastic. It's going to be great. It just has the slight twist of, instead of Bobby doing it uh, the normal way, he's kicking people in the testicles. I have it written down here. It is literally low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging so, fruit? Yeah, that's it. It that's is. It's just, it's it is low-hanging fruit. It's not a good episode. It's a fine no. episode, but it's not it's good. It's an episode we've it's seen fine, a million times. It's but not good. Every single, every single, like, TV show does this. Every single sitcom does this. You have your one episode where the main character, who is not the biggest, baddest motherfucker out there, has to go and fight somebody. Like, every single yeah. one does this. The only twist that this has that the others don't is that it's a seventh grade boy that's kicking people in the testicles because he learned how to do it at a women's self-defense course. Yeah, it's like slightly intuitive. Or not intuitive, ingenious. Yeah, I... Yeah, whatever. It's memorable. Let's, come on. Whatever. It's memorable, no, you know but... what? Fuck it. You know what? Enough of this one. Yes. We'll move on. We're, we're moving on. I don't care. <laughs> I can't. I can't That's pretend okay. to care about fucking Bobby Goes Nuts anymore. I'm sorry. That's I all right. Just, I just so, can't, dude. Megalo and Butane from us, guys, but that's going to lead us into episode 106, Soldier of Misfortune. Uh, we have an original air date, December 9th, 2001. Uh, we have a new writer for this one, Mark, at least one that I did not recognize, J.B. Cook. He must be new to the writing staff. Uh, do you recognize that name by chance? I don't think we've seen him yet. I know he's okay. around all the time later on, but not right now. Okay, so this might be his, his inaugural episode. We'll keep an eye out for it. Um, I looked under the wiki. He doesn't have any other credits there. He doesn't actually even have a fully <laughs> fleshed out page. Not surprised. If it hadn't been down, then, you know, it's I probably would have fixed it. Uh, our cast of characters here. <laughs> you good, buddy? Sorry. No, you just, I love your hate of the wiki. That's all. I just, you made me chuckle, buddy. That's all. <laughs> It's a labor of love, and it's also a labor of, god damn it, why isn't anybody else doing this in the world? There's 8 million of us. Um, but then, like, our, do you ever, like, check the Gmail feed, and it's like, so-and-so edited to say this, and it's like, you didn't fucking add anything? Get fucked. Yeah, pretty much. 
Uh, so our cast of characters, Hank, Peggy, Bobby Hill, Lou Ann Platter, Dale and Joseph and Nancy Gribble, Boomhauer, Bill Dotrieve, uh, Mad Dog, Jim, Earl, and Bennett. Uh, Mark, we have a celebrity cameo with Mad Dog. Yeah. Uh, Gary Busey, right? Yeah, as I say, you want to tell him who it is? It's Gary Busey. God, I do not like Gary Busey. I don't either, but boy, does he kill it in this episode. Yes, he does. I mean, let's just keep him as a voice actor because he is very disturbing on uh, actual film. (laughs) What's the last Uh, Gary Busey thing you saw? Because mine was Predator 2. I I watched him in The Silver Bullet. It's an adaptation of a Stephen King book. Um, He's also in that really weird ghost movie. Yeah, he's the weird fucking uncle, right? Uh, yeah, he's the uncle in Silver Bullet. Yes. Yeah. That that yeah, gives yeah. that gives the little crippled kid all of the fireworks. And the like power wheelchair. Yes. Yeah. Um. So synopsis here, Mark. Dale has an accidental discharge, which leads him to feel alienated from his gun club. Hank assumes a secret identity to help out his friend. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, without giving away too much here, I think that's pretty succinct. Uh, we have A-story characters. It's the guys. It's Dale, Hank, Bill, Boomhauer. Um, and it's the rest of the gun club guys. This is the first, like, really gun club-centric episode we get. Is it um, Dale and the guys? Or is it Dale and Mad Dog or the A-plot? And then, like, the guys are A-sub-1. You could say that. Um, Dale, for sure, is our A-character. Well, yeah. And... No, no, yeah, no, Dale, for sure. Every but every, see everything ties into the gun club, so that's why I didn't think that Hank, Bill, Boomhauer, and even Peggy to an extent, I didn't think that warranted a B story because it all ties into the A. Like it's all yeah, like the A couldn't one. happen without it. Okay, we could call it a sub one. That's me. Don't listen to me. I'm clearly no. You're drunk. good, buddy. I don't, whatever. Yeah, you're good. Um, so let's let's jump into some notes, bud. Yeah, notes. Uh, number one, music cue, Johnny. I fought the law and the law won. Oh, but who sang it? Don't care. It's a bad song. Oh, oh no. See, (laughs) I'm going to, can I diverge for just a second here? Bitter. Because it is not a bad song. It is just not a song that was popularized by the main people that actually sang it. It was popularized by The Clash in the 1980s as a punk rock song. Most of you know it is really? I Bought the Law and the Law One. That is not the original. The original is way funkier and way more Western. It's by the Bobby Fuller Four. It is the same words, same lyrics, same tune, but it's definitely sung differently. That is the one that they're listening to, not the Clash version. All right. I found it on Spotify. It is on my play next as soon as we're done with this. Yes. Let me know what you think, because I almost like I love The Clash. I'm a big fan of classic punk music, but I almost think that this is a better version. OK. Anyway, sorry, I, I had to digress and jump into notes real quick because he brought it up. But give me more of your notes. No, buddy. no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Um, Dale is baking again. We get a lot of. OK, so like, yeah, I've been bitching about Dale a lot. But I like Dale in this episode. This is the, like, apotheosis of Dale. This is Dale at his, like, final form, but not quite, but almost, like, this is Dale Super Saiyan 1. Yes. Um, we have Dale in the show turtles, Dale baking again, Dale with the gun club. Um, Dale is exterminator and not being very good at being an exterminator <laughs> at all. And I really, really like it. Um, 
Fucking Gary Busey. That's all I've got. Just fucking Gary Busey. Yet Mad Dog is incredibly threatening. Yes, yes he is. But just as a general rule, fucking Gary Busey. Okay, um, this one and Bobby Goes Nuts. We're getting into uh, meme territory with King of the Hill. You see a yeah. lot of, right now. Go on our King of the Hill on Reddit or whatever. Um, this one is very weirdly memed quite a bit. Like you always see pocket sand or you always see, yeah. I kick you in the nuts. That's my purse. I don't know you. You see that shit a lot, but it's these two episodes just back to back. And, um, do you like, really, do you ever see any other King of the Hill memes? Because I don't, I see these two. I do. I do. Um, it's, and it's, okay. maybe it's just the random stuff that I see on Reddit. I browse R all a lot. So I'm, even though I'm not subscribed to the subreddit called trees, I see a lot of their stuff because there's a lot of members there and there is constantly references to, uh, high anxiety that people okay, love stone tank. That's fair. Yeah. No high anxiety on our trees. Yeah. I just, yeah. Okay. Good point. But like, yeah, for me, it's just a weird point that it's like, these two episodes back to back are like the most memed things that I see on Reddit and or Facebook right. or anything else ever. Uh, Dale's teddy bear hand wriggle animation. I think it's funny. <laughs> yes, I noticed that too because all four limbs wriggle. Yeah, he's because Dale has now stuffed his hand into it. His fingers have found each point and now they're wriggling. I think that's really funny. I was really mad last week. I was super pissed off about Hamster Boy and Kidney Girl. Or whatever. Kidney Boy. Wow. Kidney Boy and Hamster Girl. I was really upset. I was mad. Um, But this, this episode, Johnny, is a really fucking good episode of King of the Hill. Yes. So, okay. The writing is great. Um, The jokes from people, the bits from people are perfect. Like, um, Peggy as like Mr. Big and the fist pumping. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. You can get it. Yes. It's kind of annoying. But at the same time, it's kind of funny. I kind oh, it's of really so peggy. like it. Like, it is. But that's just it. It's so Peggy. And you know what, dude? We've had two fucking seasons of her with a head injury. This shit should be manifesting by now. And we've mm-hmm. kind of, like, been tapping at it. But it's going to get a lot worse coming up here. So, like, she's perfect. Like, um, this is also... We were pissing and moaning last week about No Doubt and how fucking inconsequential they were. But Gary Busey as Mad Dog is amazing. Holy shit, does Gary Busey kill it in this episode? He does. It's also not him playing Gary Busey. That's the huge difference here. Yes, exactly, dude. Like, he does it. He does it right. And he does it just... He's he's per, he's fucking perfect. There's no better way to say it. Like, the last... The only other cameo I feel like we've seen up into this moment is Snoop Dogg is Alabaster. Yeah. That hits it like, quite so well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, just hits it, it yeah, just mm, hits it so well. I will also say I will also say Drew Carey is up there as well. But Drew Carey, Drew Carey is Hal in not in my backhoe, but that was season 3, 4? Right. 3 or 4. four. Either way, no, he was great too, but like man I just the range, like the weird, like why is Mad Dog baking all the time? I love it. I love every second of Mad Dog Lions. It's whatever. Um, and also, I want to start a fight with you, buddy. Okay. Okay. Which is the better Dale episode, this one or the Exterminator? The Exterminator. 
Really? Not, I'm not even. I don't even have to think about it. Yeah, it's the exterminator. Okay. Yeah. Why? Uh, because I think it's a better, well-rounded, more believable episode. Okay. I I like Dale's character progression in that more because it's not him grandstanding; it's him being pushed to his limit. This a lot of this episode is him like it's him fantasizing about what it would be like to be a soldier of fortune and just like lucking his way through a lot of it. But he's actually using his skills and being Dale in the exterminator. Mm. It's more, it's more real to me. And to me personally, that's something I, I enjoy watching more. It's not that I don't like this episode because I very much like this episode, but this is like, because we just watched the exterminator. Um, just, uh, you know, this, it wasn't too terribly long ago. And I think I mentioned like, that's the last really good Dale episode. I think we're, we're going to have in this whole series. And I, I say that because it's not that this is a bad episode. It's just, it, we're not going to get back up to that peak ever again. I don't think. Okay. So this, this is like, you know, we're not at the top of the ride anymore, but it's definitely not, we haven't plummeted all the way to the freaking bottom yet. Right. I don't know. I, what do you think? Which one do you like more? I like this one better as the better Dale episode. I, okay. Um, so no, like, and I love exterminator. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I know. Oh, trust me. I know. (laughs) Yeah. You are here for it with me. Like, um, no, I like him in the gun club better. Like we see Dale in his element. Like Hank is, I don't, I hate to use the term alpha, but Hank is the alpha of the alley. He is Mr. Big. He's Mr. Big. He's literally Mr. Big, right? But so, like, he's Mr. Big in the alley. Dale isn't. But at the gun club, he is. Like, the guys know his bits. He is respected by the guys, except for Mad Dog, who is a fucking lunatic. So who cares what he thinks? Um, I like, I like the arc. Like, we just saw in, um, oh, the, oh, what's the Johnny, what's the one with Nancy in the lawsuit? Um, uh, trouble oh, with the Gribbles. Like, thank you. We just saw him in the Trouble with the Gribbles and like him crying in the shower, right? Yeah. But now he's crying in the like swing. Like, I think this might be the best Dale episode, at least on my end. But then, okay. but then you're talking about like experience versus like bullshitting and grandstanding. He calls yeah. the florists. He gets the florists there. So like yeah, he botches the bounty hunter job or whatever the he botches the Mr. Big job, but he right. totally crushes the like extrication of his friends from Mad Dog's compound. Like and he does it expertly. And he does it expertly with a bit that he talked about in his goddamn presidential inaugur or, or election campaign speech bullshit. Like It's true, but God it's all damn. theater. It's, it's all, all theater. theater. But that's all no, the he does fucking well. Gribble is. Okay, okay, can I be Except real? Except for the exterminator. All that all that Dale Gribble is is theater. All that Mark Jones is is theater. I just bluster okay. and know a bunch of shit, and all Dale Gribble does is bluster and know a bunch of shit, and a lot of the time we're just the he and I are the antagonist of everything we're a part of. Like, I hit people in the nuts all the fucking time. It's just a thing to do. Like, man. I have never resonated harder for a character than I have with Dale in this episode. 
Okay. Man, I really think this is the Superior Dale. And we can, whatever, we can, like, fight till the fucking cows come home, whatever, but that's sure. where I'm at. I like this as the best Dale episode we've seen. Your thoughts, Johnny. Please go. <laughs> uh, well, you hit a most, most of my notes already because you already talked about the show turtles and their return. And you already brought up yep. I Fought the Law by the Bobby Fuller 4. The only other one I have here is I have a question for you. I okay. absolutely love Dale's campaign poster that just says presidential caliber. And it's his like side profile view kissing his gun. <laughs> and he's got a baby in his arm. Is that yeah. baby GH? Because it is <laughs> not one. Joseph. Ten, 10 to 1 that baby is GH. It's got to be GH, right? stole him a baby. <laughs> or, yes. Oh, God. Please give me that side story. Um, no, that's that's what I got here. Um, I I don't know why it chuckle like I chuckle so much every time I see that because it's such a ridiculous campaign poster, but I I love it. Um, I'm gonna jump right into prose if you're cool with that. Yes, please do. I I talk so long. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> that's okay. Um, so I have prose here. Entry and exit wound size. Who yes. who decides to do that other than people that run a gun club? Who else would find that interesting? Um, I have Dale adding his S's to the beginning of something. We have Sko and uh, what's what's another one that he does? Because usually it's just we just hear him going Sko Sko Sko. Um, yeah. and he adds the S and he doesn't need to, but he answers the phone in this episode. Stale. And I, oh. I noticed it. I was like, that's a Daleism right there. I'd love it. Um, I love that uh, they they have been camped out waiting for Dale to show up at the bus station for all of five minutes. And Bill just goes, I'm starving. We'll get something later. But I'm horny too. And they all just turn around and look at him like, God damn it, Dale. Or God damn it, Bill. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I will say that the <laughs> – right? Right. Um, no, totally. Will, yeah, yeah. I will say the best the best thing about this episode is the pacing for Dale. Because he gets crazier and crazier and crazier up until the very end where he does he pulls out all of his crazy and it helps him because he orders 72 dozen roses. But it's it's such a good escalation because it starts out with such a well, it's not a small thing. An accidental discharge is very serious, but like a seemingly small thing, and it works its way up and up and up Guys, and up. Guys, gun just gets safety bigger. and fucking trigger discipline and Ugh. don't chamber rounds. God damn it. We'll, we'll get there in cons, man. Um, and the last pro that I have here is Dale is completely okay and even has Hank's truck. He's going to take Hank's truck when he's leaving. He's like, ah, to hell with it. I'm leaving. I'm going to, uh, what, what is it, like Bolivia or something? Yeah. Um, but he's, he has got Hank's truck, like completely loaded up. He's got Joseph bringing out his couch. He's just going to take Hank's truck and leave. Yeah. And I think that's done. a very Dale thing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, give me some of your pros, buddy. Cause that's what I got. Um, pros. This is a good Dale episode. Not needlessly cruel Dale. I already talked yes. about that in length. Um, I will not mention it again. The fuck is that? Oh, Peggy. I like Peggy. Peggy's funny. I like her talking about like, okay, okay, listeners, we're just going to uh, take a beat here. Hey, uh, uh, here we go. Uh, hey, guys, this is Mark. Um, America has this gross fetish for guns, and I'm going to bitch about it here for a second. Okay, that's been the PSA. I like Peggy talking about how the gun is a sub for a penis. 
Yes. Yes. Yes, it fucking is. If you need more, we have mentioned before, I'll mention it again. If you need more than five fucking shots, you're a bad hunter. You don't deserve a gun. Get fucked. Fuck you. Fuck your fucking guns. Fuck your fucking Go assault practice. rifles. Fuck your fucking... No, you know what? Not even practice. Fuck your second amendment. You know what? Dale is a shit shot, Johnny. We saw this a few episodes ago. Yeah. With, uh, now who's the dummy? We saw Dale being a bad shot, but you know what Dale's packing? He's packing a goddamn 1911, I'm pretty goddamn sure, and, 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 yeah. or maybe a Sig Sauer. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe a 9 mil. I'm not a fucking nut about it. I am sick of guns. Fuck you. Fuck you, America. Fuck you and your guns. There, I'm done. Penises are a fucking adjunct for guns, as guns are an adjunct for penises. Have your fucking deer rifles. Have your fucking shotguns. Get fucked. I don't care. I'm sick of it. I'm over it. Okay. Uh, that was that was going to be a pro, too. That was going to be a pro. Peggy made me laugh. That's a fucking pro. There's a fucking pro. I'm very upset. Uh, fucking, ju- what was it? Uh, 18 people just died in Texas. Like, when we recorded this, it just, mm, I'm done. I'm sorry. You talk. 21. Uh, 21 people died. 21. 21 fucking people died. Okay, uh, Johnny, right. my pro, is um Peggy and her whole, um the... Gun is a penis substitute for a penis. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Peggy, you're fucking nailing it. If only Peggy could see the future. Johnny, any other pros or should we get into cons? Um, I got two cons here. Uh, you already you just hit one real hard, and it just says Texas gun nuts are not as funny anymore. And like you said, at the time of this recording, we have just lived through like the fourth worst mass shooting in our entire country. Um, don't like it, really don't care for it at all. So yeah, why don't we just like chill the fuck out for a minute and take a real hard long look at what it really means to have a gun that's got like 90 bullets that you can put into a magazine or, or like bump stocks or ghost guns, all this shit. Guys, get the fuck over it. You know, it's Fuck never you ever going hugs, to get any better. Like, and it, and eventually like, it's eventually you're going to get hurt by it. You know, it's maybe it's not today, maybe it's not tomorrow, but eventually, Dude, at this point, it's a this is going to affect game. everyone. It is. It's it's well, going to affect everyone. You know what's really in fucking some way, weird? Shape, form. Hmm. I bet it affects me before it affects you in the next year. It probably will. But yeah, uh, in a then, horrible like, way. <laughs> anyway, we're not we're not going to talk about guns anymore because I, uh, you know, Mark. I'm you done. I, I'm I, sorry. I'm no, angry. No, no. I am trying to be less like whatever you want to call that, like, politically, like, action-charged. Like, you and I have been kind of getting, not shitty, but kind of getting shitty, but then at the same time, like, we're bitching about, like, veterans' rights and healthcare, so I don't feel bad about getting shitty, but... I feel like you and I, you and I have... This episode really depressed me. This episode was just, like, bad timing. I don't know, but... You and God I have damn. gone through the, the, the subject of guns and gun control at least twice already with how to fire a rifle without really trying and um, the, yes. uh, the Bobby hunting episode. Good hill hunting. Good hill hunting. Thank you. Uh, so I feel like you and I, we don't need to go on another tirade about uh, how it, there are responsible guns. I'm done talking guns. about it. I'm done we talking are. about it. I but guess, uh, but guys, just just please, if you, if you need to hear our PSA, go back and listen to those. Other than that, my other con buddy... Dale is back to using chemicals because he definitely sprays Joe Jack in the face with chemicals that, according to the exterminator, he's not supposed to use anymore. But it's also Dale. It is also Dale. I'm just saying it's a Dale will swear and, vows and, being a bitch. and break said vows like just lickety split. 
I'm being a bitch Tail, about it. Tails is as bad as vows as the American people are on the idea that we shouldn't have fucking assault weapons. Anyway, cons. Give me, give me some of your cons, man. Um, I've only got two. Um, guys, okay, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you have. Please do not put your uh, oral orifices on reptiles. They carry salmonella, <laughs> like as a deep. Yeah, don't, don't, don't kiss. Please them. don't kiss don't your smell lizards. Smell them. Don't like rub your eyes on them, and to that end, don't stick them in your t- fucking like taint. Whatever, just don't do it. It's bad practice. They have salmonella. You will get one sick. of them is animal There's cruelty. A very solid. Also that. Also, you know, no, no. I you kiss your cats. I've kissed my cats before. That's not like, the one that's animal cruelty. Which one are you thinking of? The one where you shoving them in the taint that you just said. Pretty oh, sure that's okay. animal cruelty, buddy. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. But is that more or less cruel than shoving macaroons into their mouth? Because I had a rabbit oh. that used to love uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream, so I don't really know. Um, but also, you hit it. Um, Mad Dog. I love Mad Dog as a character in the context of the situation. I love Gary Busey as a cameo in here. But goddamn, Mad Dog is gross and I hate it. Uh, yeah. Favorite moments, buddy. Uh, you you hit one already. Gun is a penis substitute. Uh, that made me laugh audibly today. And pocket sand. Pocket sand's a big one for me because it's very unexpected if you're not expecting it. Like, if you haven't seen it 20 times, I got caught off guard. I forgot that that was this episode until he did it. Yeah. And I haven't been to completely worn out on pocket sand yet. So that's that was a favorite moment. How about you? Uh, Bill. When the so like Hank gets leg snared, Boomhauer gets leg snared, and Bill gets leg snared. Too fat. Too fat. Yep. (laughs) But then, but then fucking Bill falls into the dead vulture into the fucking tiger pit. Yep. And that's great. And then the skeleton broke the fall. The skeleton broke my fall, but then, like, Mad Dog blows up his compound. Oh, did we untie Bill? I'm fine. I fell in I the pit again. I just fell in the hole again. Yep. I, I hate pant load Bill. This is, these are very pant loady Bill moments, but this for is some like reason, three Stooges God damn it, they are really funny. Like, I this really, is three Stooges I really Bill. like them. Yeah, this is good pant load Bill. Like... Are we here? Yeah, like, let's yeah, let's get a rating for it, buddy. <laughs> um, man, um, I'm giving this one a Char King. This is a okay. really good episode. This is a great Dale, like the arc of Dale. We see the full spectrum of Dale. We see Dale as like a paranoid conspiracy theorist nut, but he's not some like fucking right wing nut job. He's not being needlessly cruel. He's not like screeching into a bass about how ugly his wife is this is great dale um i like hank i like hank in his subterfuge i like this is mr big i like it i like that hank i like that hank uses the voice after the fact i like all that um yeah the gun culture is fucking disgusting and gross but like guys have your guns do what you're gonna do that's that's my thing just be responsible be responsible, sure, but like, man, you don't need them. Do do we need assault rifles? No. Do I own a Mosin Nagant from fucking 1920? You're goddamn right, because they're a really solid rifle over distance, and sometimes I like to shoot deer with it. Like, whatever. But 
man, like, stop being so horny for gun rights. Enjoy this episode for what it is. I'm giving it a Char King. I love this episode. Thank fucking Christ, Johnny, for this episode. Because I was about ready to cry out from the fucking tower after this week and last week. Until we got to here. And I'm glad that we got to this one. This is a great episode. Um, Pocket Sand. Pocket Sand is funny. Yeah, it's overly memed. But you know what? In terms of this ex-Pickle Rick, this is a better meme. So, it is. Yeah. What are you giving it, Absolutely. Uh, I gave it a Bu King. So, not quite a Char King for me. But like I said, it's it's hard to reach those Dale Pinnacles with me. Uh, especially after all of my, like, favorite episodes have just happened. I love the Trouble with Gribbles. I love the, the Exterminator, like... Got so many good ones. Um, this is a really good Dale conspiracy episode. I, I love the pacing. The the big detractor for this is it's very gun centric, and I'm fucking done with guns. I'm very glad that at this point I'm 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 talking to you through the ether from Germany, where I don't I don't have to worry about this. I mean, it, there's always you are the potential, safe, but I am I am in trouble all the time. Yeah, but yeah. Well, Mark, I say that you and I get on out of here, but I got a question for you first. What's that, buddy? Do you still love King of the Hill? Uh, I will still watch King of the Hill. <laughs> Fair. How about okay. you, buddy? How do you feel about King of the Hill? Hey, I still love King of the Hill. All right. Well, you want to tell those good people where they can find us? I would love to. They could find us at Dangle Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram, or you can email us at danglepodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at krautballstream. That's kraut as in sauerkraut, ball as in Swedish meatball, and stream as in the Rio Grande River that runs through Texas and Colorado. Mark, where can they find runs you? Runs through Alamosa, Colorado, my current hometown. <laughs> Um, you can find me at our sister podcast, the Two Wizards Podcast, where me and my good buddy Josh discuss a variety of just weird, esoteric, dumb bullshit, or, or, or. You can find me at Marky Stardust on Twitter, and thank you for listening, I guess. Um, we love you guys. Uh, go ahead and rate and review, because it does make a difference, and I'm sorry. Johnny, I'm sorry. I got upset this episode. I just can't handle some shit anymore, and it's kind of, I'm at my breaking point. Hey, you let me, in the first half of this episode, Mark, you let me just go on a tirade about how much I absolutely hate seven words spoken by Bobby Hill, so no apology needed. Yeah, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great night, everybody. Good night, guys. <laughs>